Welcome back to the Parents' Rights and Education podcast. We are a grassroots movement of millions of parents and allies standing together, speaking as one to protect children and ensure parents' crucial role in their child's education is protected. We come alongside millions of parents and allies and equip them to stand up for their rights by free trainings, membership, and community support. You can join this movement for free by visiting parentsrightsandeducation.com. And hey, if you love the work that we're doing, please leave us a five-star review. Your review helps us get out our message and allows us to keep advocating for parents' rights. Thanks so much for being here. Let's get into today's topic. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. Uh, Just to bring you up to date, I'm going to talk about a few events that are coming up. I'll be speaking at the Great Northwest Awakening on Saturday, October 21st in Ridgefield, Washington. And the second item is the Parents' Rights and Education Zoom calls. Now, these calls are every other Monday. And the next one coming up will be uh, Monday the 11th. So get updates from National and meet others across the country. These are really exciting calls. It's so fun to see who is with us. Our next call again is Monday, September 11th. And you don't want to miss the free Parents' Rights and Education Zoom training calls. Now, these are different kinds of calls. They are trainings, and they are led by Western Liberty Network, and they are held every Saturday. So you want to check them out, and you need to go to the website, to the homepage, scroll down to events, and there's more information there. So back to school. Well, you know, this is a perfect time to start a pre-affiliate in your school district. We need affiliates in every school district. And these folks are your points of contact. So this is how it works, guys. First, you become a member of Parents' Rights in Education. That's free. Uh, You fill out the form located under the Parents' Top Menu option. If you're already a member, make sure that your membership is up to date. Affiliate groups are listed there and you can select which local group you would like to join. If there's no affiliate group in your school district, consider becoming one. It's simple. All you need to do is fill out the start and affiliate form located under the leadership top menu option. We will contact you with more information. You are invited to join Club 12 by 12, and that means that you are making a $12 contribution every month to support our cause. In addition to the benefits, everyone who commits to Club 12 by 12 will receive swag. Now, this is so much fun. We just sent out our first mailing uh, to the first members of Club 12 by 12, and they all received a lapel pin featuring our parent-child icon. It ends here and a 6-inch car sticker, and 12 by 18-inch, it ends here, flag. So those who give more than $12, uh, they're members too. Hey, parents and allies. Here at Parents' Rights in Education, it requires us to all do our part in protecting our children's education. That's why we created Club 12 by 12. For just $12 a month, you can sign up to become a Club 12 by 12 member and help us continue our work on training, informing, and empowering parents and allies to stand up for their rights. Being a Club 12 by 12 member gets you access to our exclusive monthly trainings, swag such as hats, t-shirts, buttons, a monthly newsletter, and more. But most importantly, being a Club 12 by 12 member means you are doing your part to protect parents' rights for one more day. To become a Club 12x12 member, visit our website, 
parentsrightsandeducation.com and click Club 12 by 12. That's parentsrightsandeducation.com, click Club 12 by 12. You know, guys, we receive questions from parents all across the country. That's why we're national, because we begin receiving inquiries from everywhere. Amy in North Carolina said, I lost the fight to homeschool, so now my kids will be in public school. What do I do next? We told her, hey, Amy, thanks for standing up for your kids. You know, the most important first step is to become a Parents' Rights and Education member by filling out the free membership form on our website. Next, create a pre-affiliate group in your school district and just find a couple of allies to join pre-2. And begin by asking what your children are taught. Then, determine if you want to opt out of any of the curriculum subjects or activities. Be sure to take the How to Testify courses on our free training center. Then attend the next available school board meeting and express your desire to opt out of controversial subjects. Almost the most important thing to do, though, is stay in touch. And that means attending the free live Saturday Zoom meetings when you can, read our emails, and arm yourself with information about your rights weekly by listening to Parents' Rights Now podcasts. Johnny from Fairfax School District in Alexandria, Virginia, contacted us recently. And he said, I have a 10-year-old daughter, and first day of school, I find out her teacher is trans. My daughter told me he is a he, but everyone calls him her. Well, I requested my daughter be moved, but the principal refuses. Do I have any rights to try and get her moved because we have different beliefs? My response to Johnny was, well, it's up to us as parents to advocate for our children. And you are absolutely, absolutely right that you should be able to request a teacher who would be the best fit for your daughter. If the school has such a policy, the deadline to do so in writing is usually soon after school is out in the spring. We also know Fairfax County Public Schools require all teachers to complete a training program denying parental permission for students choosing different names or pronouns. Your district superintendent, Michelle Reed, stated she is defying Governor Youngkin's model policies for public education, which require schools to notify parents of such discussions. Unfortunately, the school administrator now knows that you are in opposition to your daughter's current teacher because he announced he is trans. This is going to take some determination on your part to affirm your belief system. We recommend you correspond with the district by email or letters only from now on. First, request a copy of the district policy regarding teacher selection. You need to know what they are saying in their policies. What is it? You cannot do this alone. Start a pre-affiliate group and advocate for your child. You have good cause to form a pre-affiliate and take your case to the school board. Find others who agree with you and fill the room. 
Pre is here to train and guide you. Now, I want to add this too. I did have an opportunity to speak with Johnny, and he explained to me that in the information that was sent out by the school district prior to the first day, they listed all the teachers and who would be in each teacher's class. And the teacher's name was clearly a man's name. It was James. But when he uh, stood up in front of the class and introduced himself, he referred to himself as Jamie. So there was a little bit of misinformation going on here on the side of the school district. And now they are playing what I call the bureaucratic shuffle and giving him the runaround about switching his child out. So it's not over until it's over. And we will continue to support him in this effort. Then we have Adam from Erie School District in Orchard Park, New York. He says, my daughter has been bullied and physically attacked in her school for two years. We want her transferred to a different school, but I am told it's not possible without paying money out of my pocket. Meanwhile, she continues to have anxiety over going back to school. Please tell me there is something I can do here. Well, it's becoming more and more evident every day that school violence is coming from peers against conservative students. When physical assault is involved, we encourage parents to file reports with local law enforcement. And if your child is harassed or assaulted by the same student multiple times without discipline or correction by the school, it is appropriate and advisable to file a temporary restraining order with the local court against the student or any other person in the district, for that matter. Then the burden to investigate is on the judge, not the school district. Transferring to another school in the meantime should not be an issue. First, research your district policy. I, do I sound like a broken record here? <laughs> well, I kind of am. You need to know what their policy and procedures are pertaining to request for transfer. Follow and quote those policies in written form, letter or email. Again, documentation. Document everything so you have proof of your request and the response from the district. You know, guys, we take every request for help seriously, and we do reply. So I say stay with me, and when I come back, we will talk about the recent story of a 12-year-old student kicked off campus for refusing to remove a don't-tread-on-me patch on his backpack. Hey, parents, we know it's super overwhelming fighting the battle of advocating for your rights and your child's education. That's why we created the Parents Center. Within the Parents Center, there is free training, membership opportunities, a place for you to get advice, share your story, and find an affiliate near you. Visit our website, parentsrightsandeducation.com, to see the Parents Center and utilize all the tools we have available for you. We are here to support you. Free speech rights matter for kids, too. Why was a 12-year-old expelled from having a don't tread on me patch on his backpack? Well, according to the Daily Signal reporter, Tony Kanea, Jaden Boyack, a seventh grader at the Vanguard Secondary School, and his parents were compelled to attend a meeting on August 28th with an unnamed administrator. Vanguard is a charter school in Colorado Springs, Colorado. The staff member complained Jaden's backpack displayed a patch associated with slavery and the slave trade. 
he would not be allowed back in class unless the patch was removed. Well, the well-recognized yellow banner known as the Gadsden Gadsden flag, that's G-A-D-S-D-E-N flag, features a rattlesnake and the words, don't tread on me. The administrator said, we can't have that around other kids. Although staff claimed we're just following district policy, the Boyacks pointed out no school policy to ban any other historical flags exists in Vadgarnish Secondary School or Harrison School District Number 2. We have to do our homework, guys, and check into policy. Jaden announced he would return to class Tuesday wearing the patch prominently on his backpack. Boyack reports that two law firms have stepped forward to assist as necessary to fight viewpoint discrimination. Now, this story made national news, and for good reason. Jaden and his parents knew their rights and did not back down. Jaden was the victim of compelled speech used by public educators to force their political agenda on minors and their families, who in most cases are unaware of their rights. Pre does not advocate for student protests or challenges of authority without due cause. However, in light of the continual unconstitutional misuse of authority by school staff against free speech rights, there is repeated substantial evidence of due cause. Local cases involving students, school boards, and teachers come to my mind, all for challenging the status quo, which is good. A similar case occurred in 2018 at Liberty High School, Hillsborough, Oregon, when a student was disciplined for wearing a pro-Trump t-shirt to a politics class discussion about About what? (laughs) About immigration. Okay, Addison Barnes. Maybe you saw this on on Fox. It It was big national news at the time. Addison Barnes filed a lawsuit in federal court alleging the school violated his First Amendment rights when it punished him for wearing a shirt which said, Donald J. Trump Border Wall Construction Company. And the wall just got 10 feet taller. An assistant principal told Barnes to cover the shirt because it offended a student and a teacher. Oh my gosh, it offended one student, one teacher. So he was removed from the class and suspended after he refused, though the suspension was later rescinded. Uh, Oops, too late. At Barnes' attorney's request, the school principal, Greg Timmons, wrote an apology to Barnes. Quote, please accept my apologies for charging you with a suspension and best wishes to you in the future. Unquote. Well, that was heartfelt. (laughs) Okay, moving on. Hillsborough School District officials said that they decided to settle the case to avoid the cost and disruption of litigation. The $25,000 award covered Barnes legal fees. Here's the next case. Oh, this one was in 1969. This is this is the case that was referred to in the Barnes uh, ruling. A 1969 Supreme Court ruling, one of the most famous cases about student free speech rights, T 
Tinker versus Des Moines sided with students who had been suspended after wearing black armbands to protest the Vietnam War, saying, quote, students don't shed their constitutional rights at the schoolhouse gates, unquote. It ruled that student speech could not be censored except in instances where it disrupted or interfered with the school's activities. In their formal complaint, Barnes' lawyers stated, Tinker leaves no doubt that this requires tolerance of controversial opinions or unpopular viewpoints. School officials may not suppress student speech based on the mere desire to avoid the discomfort and unpleasantness that always accompany an unpopular viewpoint or an urgent wish to avoid the controversy which might result from the expression. In other words, unless there is actual disruption, students' speech rights cannot be limited. Okay, last story. In other words, unless there is actual disruption, students' speech rights cannot be limited. I reported on another Oregon case in January of this year. The pre-article involving the Newburgh School District, Newburgh Education Association settled a lawsuit with the district claiming teachers' First Amendment rights, promoting free political speech in schools. Now, this one you're going to find very interesting. While we were celebrating the gutsy move of the Newburgh board approved in July 2021 to limit flags and banners at school and keep on permanent display only those representing the USA and Oregon, the Newburgh Education Association, or they're also called the NEA, filed a lawsuit claiming political symbols, including classroom displays of BLM and pride banners and signs are protected by the Oregon and U.S. constitutions. Okay, you better be sitting down for this because uh, you're thinking that, wait a minute, wait a minute, isn't that the way it should be? Shouldn't we be limiting these flags? Listen to this. The suit progressed to U.S. District Court, Portland, in December 2021 as a civil rights case. The lawsuit argued prohibiting teachers from displaying signs in their classrooms was a violation of their rights of free speech and free association guaranteed by the First Amendment to the U.S. Constitution. This ruling is inclusive to all political symbols as equal protection under the law applies. In the past, unions pressured conservative teachers to hide their beliefs for fear of being fired. But now they too can be out and proud. Guess what? We won. We thought we lost this, but we actually won. Free speech applies to everyone. Teachers, students, parents, everyone. Don't be intimidated. If you're a teacher at a public school, put up your, you know, stop messing with our kids flag. You are protected by the United States Constitution. It will be interesting to see what the Newburgh decision looks like this next school year. Will all parents, 
all teachers and all students stand up for their rights? I sure hope so. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. To keep up with everything we're doing, check out our website, parentsrightsandeducation.com and sign up for our newsletter. You can also join our movement for free by visiting our website, parentsrightsandeducation.com. To do your part in protecting parents' rights, you can become a Club 12 by 12 member by donating $12 a month. It takes all of us to make the change that we want to see. Thanks so much for listening. Talk soon.